karmic cycle can be broken from the living enlightenment by shri nityananda parameshwaram there are three interrelated concepts in karma termed vasana samskara and karma in sanskrit vasana is the seat of desire for example you're walking and you happen to see a dazzling necklace displayed outside a shop a desire arises inside you to possess it this is vasana samskara is the plant that grows when the seed of vasana sprouts when you see that necklace again and again the desire to possess it becomes stronger in you when you feed the desire to possess the necklace it is like supplying water and nutrition to the seed of vasana the corruption that happens to the inner space is what i call samskara or engraved memories they are the memories that go and sit in your inner space and pull you to go through the same experience repeatedly the pull you to do the same kind of actions repeatedly pull you to run through the same kind of thought patterns even if you don't want to those memories are what i call samskaras any samskara that is operating in your conscious or unconscious layer is nothing but a hindrance to the fulfillment of your life there is no such thing as good or bad samskara no samskara is good an inner space filled with samskaras is hell an inner space without samskaras is heaven do not try to classify samskaras as good or bad a samskara by itself by its very nature is negative by its very nature samskara is depressive anything done out of samskaras will reduce everything to boring emptiness anything that happens with a deep understanding just out of your pure inner space always adds value to you anything done out of samskaras adds more and more bondage to you from a young age we collect so many different samskaras in so many ways we accumulate them and also reproduce them samskaras do reproduce themselves even without any further action from our part samskaras get strengthened in different ways there are some samskaras that get strengthened only by action when you repeat the action there are some samskaras that get strengthened just by receiving information with regard to them when you receive input from the world about them there are some other samskaras that need neither action nor information just remembrance is enough and they get strengthened we collect these different levels of samskaras engraved memories and store them in our system and expand them finally when driven by the desire you execute the action and it becomes karma the power of desire drives you into finally buying the necklace that is the action the karma anything half done leaves a samskara or engraved memory in your being anything not lived fully leaves an imprint or samskara in your being which time and again pulls you attracts you to travel the same path and fulfill it the cause of addiction is also related to samskaras 
in my own experience of having worked with millions of people personally at least a few thousand cases of addiction have been healed by meditation the basic truth about addiction is that you have lived your life vaguely not fully or with the whole being unfulfilled desires create a samskara in you pulling you back to fulfill the desire by re-experiencing the same desire again and again any emotion lived intensely simply liberates you of that emotion be it anger fear desire to eat or attachment to any object or person you are liberated fully of anything when you live it fully if a person keeps going back to a problem time and again it only means that he or she has not lived out the problem fully when we live half our mind is somewhere else patanjali says beautifully the more the quantity the less the quality the more the quality of enjoyment of any object increases its quantity decreases in direct proportion of its own accord therefore it is a quality that needs to be increased life is not a brief candle it is a bright shining torch make it burn as brightly as possible in your life there are three kinds of karma agamya prarabdha and sanchita sanchita karma is like a bank a reserve bank understand this may not be the first time you have taken a body and come to planet earth you may have taken millions of bodies before in those millions of bodies whatever thoughts you had whatever you spoke whatever you did all those unfulfilled experiences have become your engrams engraved memories put together they are like a bank called sanchita karma when i say bank it is not a collection or saving it is debt you will have to pay back all the loans the next type of karma is prarabdha karma prarabdha means this from the sanchita bank of karma you take some karma out of which you create your present body you then decide to enjoy and exhaust all those karmas that you brought with you through that body so prarabdha is just a small bit of the accumulated sanchita karma account that you have brought into this life you have planned to enjoy exhaust these through this body of yours the third type of karma is the worst it is the agamya karma the karma that you start collecting after coming down to planet earth because of fresh thoughts words and deeds anybody who lands on planet earth has to exhaust his prarabdha karma before he dies for example let us say you have 1000 karmas in your sanchita bank out of these 1000 karmas suppose you take only 10 karmas with you as your prarabdha karma when you take up your body saying let me finish these 10 karmas this time however after coming down instead of exhausting your own prarabdha karmas you start watching others and collecting karma based on their desires these are desires that you have borrowed from others around you because of these borrowed desires you create certain thoughts words and actions for example if you see someone more beautiful than you your thoughts multiply due to comparison and jealousy you create karma based on thoughts sometimes you talk ill of others without knowing any of the related facts when you do this you accumulate karma based on words 
The way out of the daily irritation is living your prarabdha karma. Let me explain the three types of karma from a different angle. You see, if you take all the possibilities that you are aware of and that are available to you in the cosmos, we call that as agamya. There are all kinds of possibilities. You can become a fish, you can become a snake, you can become a man, or you can become a god. All these are possibilities. We call that as agamya. There are also other possibilities that are available to you. These are not only within the field of your awareness, like the things that you know, such as fish, monkey, dog, donkey and man, but also many other possibilities that are unknown to you. Those we call Sanchita, the whole range of known and unknown possibilities. The whole is Sanchita and the possibilities that lie in front of you are Agamya. You then decide to play only with certain boundaries of these possibilities when you come into this body. That is what we call Prarabdha. See, when you come down, you decide to play inside certain boundaries. That boundary is what we call Prarabdha. After coming here, you see many possibilities before you that you try to accumulate, which you try to acquire. Those possibilities can be called as Agamya. This prarabdha that you brought with you has the intelligence to run your life. One big difficulty is that you see too many agamya, too many possibilities in front of you. Because of that, your trust over your prarabdha or your own pre-selected possibilities reduces. You think your prarabdha may not be that powerful to run your life because of the agamya, the possibilities which are in front of your eyes. Let me tell you this. Trusting prarabdha is powerful. Fulfilling your prarabdha will take away one very negative aspect of your life, the continuous irritation. The continuous irritation that you carry from morning till night is the gift of agamya. From morning till night, from the moment you come out of your bed till the moment you fall asleep, you feel a constant irritation. We just need somebody to make some mistake and we jump on them. We are just waiting. Anybody who comes in our presence will have our blessing. That constant irritation is because we are centered on Agamya. If our energy, our inner space is centered on Prarabdha, we will not be carrying the constant irritation that we carry now. It is not that we will not be working or relating with other possibilities. It is not that we will stop working. No. We will continue to work, but our base will be our prarabdha. You see, the moment of constantly rejecting everything, constantly being irritated, happens because of our agamya, because of the possibilities we see around us. We are running behind the choices, the possibilities, the agamya, but we forget that the prarabdha is very intelligent, very powerful. In the whole world, there are only two kinds of people. People whose inner space is centered on Agamya and people whose inner space is centered on Prarabdha. That's all. People whose inner space is centered on Prarabdha live their life in restful awareness. The mind that is based on Agamya will be inspired only by fear or greed. You can see this when you wake up. You will come out of your dream state only if you have a desire or if you are caught by some fear. For example, you may get inspired to wake up 
because you wish to send your child to school so that she gets a good education and has a bright future or you may get up out of fear of getting late for office because you are afraid of losing your job moving the physical body out of fear or greed is what i call living your life based on agamya the way out of the cycle of karma all your actions are invariably driven by greed or fear and therefore end up being superficial actions adding to your karma in this way you end up collecting more karmas by the time you go back what will happen your karma bank balance would have increased by the number of your agamya karma say you come down with 10 karmas you did not exhaust these 10 karmas with which you came but you collected 200 more what will happen the next time you take the body your sanchita is now 1000 added to the 200 new agamya karmas you collected now you now have 200 karmas more than in your last birth again you take 10 of that collection and come down with another body but you only collect more and go back this becomes a vicious circle this is what we call janma marana chakra life and death cycle continuously taking a body and dying again and again instead while you are living if somebody gives you the knowledge that you are not just the body or the mind and it is karma that is influencing you then the influence of that karma over you will begin to come down you will then start exhausting the prarabdha karma that you came down with let us say that you brought 10 prarabdha karmas with you when you took this body and came down suppose in these 10 prarabdha karmas you have three samskaras or three engrams that have the power to put you into depression if you continue to obey those engrams and fall into depression they will not remain just three but will probably become 10 the additional seven karmas are the agamya karmas if instead of exhausting your prarabdha you decide to remain with them you collect agamya If on the other hand whatever these three engrams put you in depression you have learned some technique to come out of the depression then these three will start losing their power over you so over time of the 10 karmas three will leave you whenever you reduce the influence of prarabdha on yourself not only will the prarabdha get burnt but the chances of accumulating new karma the agamya karma will also go come down You stop collecting agamya when the prarabdha loses its influences over you. When the influence of these ten prarabdha engrams over you stops, the agamya collection will also stop, because it is these ten engrams that are responsible for the collection of further engrams or karma. Now let us come to the sanchita karma. Understand, if you can't do anything directly with your sanchita karma bank, for sanchita. to burn out only guru kripa grace of master will work only the master's grace can do anything to burn out your sanchita karma